Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Come back! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Brenton. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, and everybody else in between throwing it down the Twisted Tuesday has begun. Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio Networks. We are absolutely stacked uh, tonight. Let's start off uh, with a three-time Super Bowl champion stacked uh, tonight. LeGarrette Blunt uh, will step up and in and throw it down uh, with us. Uh, we're going to talk THC, CBD, SB, Super Bowls, and everything else in between with a badass three-time Super Bowl champion LeGarrette Blunt speaking of the National Football League and badasses Rick Saratella steps up and in straight from the strip of Indianapolis uh, Rick's on the beat why wouldn't he be NFL Draft Bible uh, NFL Draft Bible's on the beat right now in Indianapolis Rick Saratella steps up and in Indy Combine uh, set to begin and there's a lot of drama behind the scenes as far as the Combine is concerned as far as uh, the future of National Football League teams this is when the business deals start to get done guys right this this is uh, like you know, this is the who's who who's actually at the Combine except actually if you're the New York Jets Evidently, we've learned that the New York Jets have decided they don't need to go to the combine. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, why would a team with a million draft picks and stuff need to go to the combine, right? But last year, you guys went to the combine and came home with Zach Wilson. Maybe it's better that you don't go this time. Yeah, maybe, maybe it's actually better. Like, whoever you sent, I, maybe the Jets are actually on to something here. I think their ownership might be on to something. Like, whoever you sent last year, that didn't work out well. Speaking of not working out well, I got Dallas Mavericks right now in a money line parlay, and I got to tell you, um, I did not expect the Los Angeles Lakers to respond oh, the, 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 the way that they did. They were down seventy-one uh, to fifty-six.
night laying 10 points against uh, Providence because old oh, Providence had already clinched the Big East. Well, you know what? The game came down to the wire and Providence didn't win the game, but the cash another ticket this evening. The Michigan Wolverines drilled Michigan State, but they didn't punch a ticket in the dance yet. There's that sort of invisible, sort of unwritten like rule. You got to be four games over. It'll be four games over 500, and uh, Michigan still have some work to do if they're going uh, to get there. Uh, Major League Baseball and the Major League Baseball uh, Players Union, they've clearly got work to do, but we're not surprised about this, and I'm not going to start waxing poetic and start crying about it. We told you that they weren't going to be playing baseball at the start of the regular season, and uh, we're never wrong. Well, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes we're wrong. Uh, Unfortunately... Uh, unfortunately, we've got uh, more news about the Cain Velasquez uh, story from last night. Cain Velasquez has been charged with attempted murder after shooting at two people in a car, one of which has been charged and accused of sexually abusing a family member of Cain Velasquez. Tragic story. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brands Park American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Late Night Anger Matchbook Class continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi, Sirius XM Channel 159, breaking it down on the mightier 1090 ESPN radio, the 50,000-watt juggernaut, the loudest station in the nation. Let's do this thing. Let's bring in Steve Merrill, wagertalk.com. We're jam-packed, stacked uh, tonight. A lot of stuff to get to. College basketball futures are on the board. Conference tournaments have begun. We're less than two weeks away from selection Sunday, Steve, and the madness has already begun. Let's do this thing. How you doing tonight? Yeah, doing well, Gabe, and uh, no leap year, so we got there a day sooner, right? Yeah, so let's do this thing. Yeah, yeah leap years, farmers, and uh, almanacs, and uh, daylight saving times. Uh, nevertheless, Steve, time to rock. Um, 
you know, at this time of the year right now, too, it's really interesting in college basketball. I know there's so many people are numbers guys and Kempom this and ratings that, uh, but there's so many different dynamics and there's so many different angles coming into these games. Some teams are on the bubble and sometimes just because, you know, you need to win a basketball game or you need to win a football game late in the season, it's probably because you're not great. So it doesn't mean you're automatically going to win, but nevertheless, you've got bubble teams that are playing for their, for their tournament lives. You've got other teams that are trying to win their conferences. You've got other teams that are jockeying for seeds in the NCAA tournament. And, you know, it's fascinating to see, and you know, a great example of this tonight was Villanova and Providence. Yep. In which, you know, Providence have been nothing but money all year long. We've talked a lot about them. They've been nothing but money all year long. They're getting ten points against Villanova tonight, Steve. Ten freaking points they're getting. And I think a big theory out there was, well, they just wrapped up the Big East title. And we said before the game on game time decisions tonight. I said that matters in the pros when they go and get they get hammered for two and three days, right? right? And and they've already clinched and all right, this is we're hosting the game and this is it and yeah and then they celebrate in the, in the locker room after. If you're a college basketball team, no, you got the Big East. They're they're thinking one seed now in the tournament. This is completely different, Steve. You agree with my angle here? And listen, I took the Friars. Yeah, they were down, but nevertheless, they covered when it was all said and done. And, I just thought that angle was whack. That people thought that Providence wouldn't care because they won the Big East. Yeah, exactly. I wanted nothing to do with that game tonight. We actually talked about it in depth on the college basketball tip-off show on WagerTalk.com earlier today. And um, you know, I said I thought Villanova would win the game. It wasn't necessarily a great spot for Providence. They have been a very you know fortunate team this year. But that line was ridiculous, you know. And it's that's why they've been covering spreads because people still have not adjusted to the fact that they were a 24 and three team getting almost double digits. And by the way, Gabe, they came in the number one luckiest team still in all 358 of those Ken Palm rankings. But they have tonight after that loss fallen to number two now. And NC Wilmington is now officially the luckiest team in the country as we head into the Colonial Tournament this weekend. And by the way, Wilmington 17 and 10 against the spread. They, of course, one of that monster, what was it like 14 and one spread run in conference play this year. I've seen them play in person. They are an overrated team. So Providence might not be, but Wilmington is. I'll agree with you there, but let's not compare Providence and Wilmington. You know what I'm saying? From a basketball Lucky. standpoint, Lucky I know what you Steve. mean. Though. I know they are like, I know what you mean. Because you're right, Wilmington aren't that good. I think they were, you, you called it too. You said, yeah, they're not that great, actually. They've been pretty lucky. But I'll tell you what, I gotta, I, I, I'm got. i going to try to get the Providence coach on. I got to get Coach Cooley on uh, here to ask him about that. Because I got to tell you, as they keep racking up the wins and they win the Big East, I'm sure, you know, he could give two, you know, about this and that and all the other Ken Palm rankings and what people are talking about being lucky. But it also goes to show that the odds makers are stuck uh, to their numbers too much in this way as well, I think. Right. We, we do and I talk about it with with smaller programs in which, you know, the odds makers don't really notice or care, to be honest. But. They still don't adjust, Steve. Even you know what I mean. They they once they believe something about a team, they're locked in. The power rankings, the Ken Palms, the odds makers, they're locked in. And Providence, everyone I talk to about Providence is talking. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna be a big fade in the tournament. They're gonna be an early out in the tournament, right? Well, people, you know, you're going, people are getting broke betting against these guys. You know, it's interesting too, Gabe. Was uh, unless I'm mistaken, that was the final game of the season for Providence tonight. But Villanova plays this Saturday. I think most of the Big East teams do play this Saturday. So. It's going to be an extended layoff for Providence as well, just from a scheduling perspective and then being the high seed, obviously. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. It's going to be like a week off, basically, plus more than a week. Uh, you see how that affects them. 
Right, Steve. So let's not live in the past that too much, but it's a great time of the year right now. And for people to think, oh, you know, I'm going to start tuning in, well, whatever, when the tournament starts, ah, whatever, the tournament's for posers. That's like New Year's Eve. You know, the cool stuff is starting now, although it wasn't so cool, and I thought I was the sharp, Steve, and I thought I was, you know, wow, man, this, this, this is too good to be true. And I didn't get the best number. You know, I saw a number posted out there, but I didn't have access to it at the time because it was one of the extra added games. And by the time I got to it, um, by the time I got to it, it was 11, Steve. Yet it didn't really matter because it ended up being nine in the end. But Florida Gulf Coast against North uh, North Alabama. North Alabama are terrible, bro. And Florida Gulf Coast beat them by 32 a couple of weeks ago. Florida Gulf Coast were laying like nine and a half, 10, 10 and a half, 11. And then it went up and then it dropped back down to 10 and a half. Steve, they were up by 20 with like six, seven minutes left. They ended up winning by nine, man. <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, Joe Ranieri's best bet on the show today on the college well, basketball show. I feel for you, Joe. I got um, screwed as well, buddy. Got screwed, bro. I should have um, I should have given you a heads up. If you guys are both on it, we knew bad things were going to happen, right? But, yeah, that's, that's just tough. That's a tough beat right there. I would have sent my boy Ranieri a text. Hey, sorry about that. I feel, feel, feel like yeah, we were sweating it out because they were up by five, and then they're up by seven was one of those deals that I was telling people, chill out, man. They're going to pull away. And then they're up by 19 and 20, Steve. I'm like, all right, here you go. I told you they're going to pull away. And then we got backdoored by a terrible North Alabama team. But, hey, it is what it is. You can't win them all. Uh, but a, a team that we have been winning a hell of a lot with, I tell you what, and everybody wants to pretend that they rode every team that was hot and all this all the time. And let, trust me, I've missed a lot of hot teams and speeding bullets. And we've, you know, we've cut ourselves with falling knives uh, <laughs> this year. But one team, and you know it, I brought them up all the time, Steve, Middle Tennessee State, buddy. I just keep going back with these guys. Betting against Pacific and betting on Middle Tennessee State has worked out well. And we've talked about it, and I keep on doing it, and they just keep on doing their thing. They just they don't let up this team. And another team that just, I don't know, they don't get any respect here. I want to get your thoughts on the overnight number in this game, but here they are, 21-5-1 against the spread on the season, rolling into Charlotte here, Steve. It's, you know, an average Charlotte team, 15-13 and 13 on the season. Uh, yet you've got uh, Middle Tennessee State just laying two points, the number one ATS team in the country. Yeah, 21 and five ATS. And if you played against Pacific, as you said, you've gone 21 and four. So that's what, 42 and nine, had you just known to use on that's and against robust. those two teams. I like right? that's my word, robust. That's <laughs> <laughs> very robust, but 200 plus teams that are lined almost actually, probably almost all 358 are lined now. So you'd have to guess right at the beginning of the season. Um, this is a rematch. These teams played back uh, two, three weeks ago, February 13th. Uh, Middle Tennessee won that game easily by 15, and um, really nothing too misleading about it, though, um, except if you look at the two-point shooting, that's what always concerns me, and that was uh, Charlotte was plus six from two-point range and minus three from the free-throw line, so if you take out the three-point shooting, Charlotte actually outscored them for one point from two-point range in the free-throw line, so I think that's why the line is close here. Uh, Middle Tennessee was very fortunate uh, from the three-point range in that game, 53% versus 23% for Charlotte. You know, that basically decides college basketball nowadays. Well, how about uh, Charlotte can get after it too, Steve? What do you make of the total of this game? Charlotte do get after it. I mean, these guys are uh, they're seven and one to the over in their last eight. Uh, they're four and zero oh to the over, coming off a loss, etc. Uh, Nine and two to the over the last eleven times against a team with a with a you know winning record above uh, six hundred. What do you make of the total in this spot? Yeah, I think Charlotte will play well offensively, especially back on their home court. Uh, you know, obviously uh, they shot pretty poorly on the road in that meeting a few weeks ago, and usually home teams do shoot better. And I like the side, though, here, Gabe. I'm going to try to uh, dodge that speeding bullet, and I think this is a play-it-against spot. You know, 
I wish the line was bigger because, like you said, that's why they keep covering, right? They're just not adjusting like they probably should for a 21-5 and five ATS team. But if you look at that earlier meeting, Charlotte played them a lot closer than the 15-point loss. I use that same logic, oh, boy, by the way, man. earlier tonight. Get, get on the Tuesday, flak jacket out, Steve. Bulletproof vest time, well, buddy. I'll tell you what, Gabe. I, I used that same logic, though, with your Michigan Wolverines earlier tonight. Um, I thought it was a good spot, home revenge spot, and they lost by 15 at, also at Michigan State a few weeks ago. And they'd actually outscored them from a two-point and free-throw line. I love looking at those extreme three-point margins in the rematches. It's a great, uh, great uh, piece of advice uh, there uh, from from Steve uh, Merrill, breaking it down on the late-night anger management class. More with Merrill on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Twisted Tuesday. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi, the 50,000 watt juggernaut, the mightier 1090 ESPN radio. We're kicking it SoCal style, Sirius XM channel 159, Sports Grid Radio Networks, wagertalk.coms, prosportsinfo.coms. Steve Merrill kicking it with us. All right, uh, Steve, I wanted to throw some futures at you because FanDuel has done a great job uh, posting some tournament uh, numbers up here, and they've got the big time conferences and not so big time uh, conferences. Uh, ACC, Duke, minus 125 uh, to win the ACC tournament. Notre Dame are the second choice at plus 750. Wake Forest, 9-1. to one. Tar Heels, 10-1. to one. I don't know if you saw the ticket prices, Steve, for Coach K's last game, upwards of $75,000. Uh, Cameron indoors. But I was thinking of any student fan base that alum can afford it. It is the Duke uh, Blue Devils. Uh, but these are some crazy numbers, man. Like, basically... They're just saying basically like Duke is like a, you know, the, the odds makers are saying it's Duke and everybody else in this tournament. Yeah, first of all, I mean, you could pay for your tuition for at least a year if you're lucky enough as a student to get one of those tickets, I guess. I wonder if you could uh, resell them. Is that a them. semester at Duke, actually? Maybe it's a year at, like, somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, it's probably pretty pricey <laughs> nowadays. That's, that's a private school. I can't imagine how expensive it is nowadays. Um, 
I'll tell you what, though, if you could resell that, that's a nice little chunk of change. I'm wondering how they're going to do that, actually, because, you know, obviously they let a lot of students in. Nah, they'll they'll do, do bracelets only for students and stuff. Yeah, they're yeah, they not going to literally yeah, yeah. let you in the moment you get that ticket. You can't go exactly. back. <laughs> but um, They can't stop everybody from selling them. That's why there's a secondary market for this. But the well, students, exactly, they camp out and stuff, Steve, and they let them in on the spot. You can't Gabe, how funny was that be? Because they're in a student section. It would be pretty obvious if some 70-year-old oil tycoon is in the student section with all them. That would actually be pretty funny. We'll have to keep an eye on that <laughs> to see if someone sneaks in. Um, these conference tournaments are always very, very difficult to handicap as far as the outright winner. I love handicapping them on a game-by-game game basis, but I feel like you agree, like in the recent years, we've seen more randomness. Now, maybe it's because there's so much parity. I mean, there's 15-plus teams that could easily win the national title this year, and I think for that reason, we're going to see some upsets. I said 8-10 to 10 the other night, but I get what you said. So let me ask you, let's go rapid fire on this. Let me, let me ask you, do you buy in at all Coach K's last ACC tournament that he cares about winning? Because I think he does, actually. I think yeah, there I think is that's an angle probably to that. priced in. Yeah, I think that's an excellent point, Gabe, because, you know, it is about motivation because a lot of sometimes times— Sometimes they don't care, right? Remember right, exactly. Roy Williams oftentimes didn't care with the Tar Heels until he always lost to Duke and people got mad. Then he, he cared a bit. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, getting the one seed definitely helps because you have a much easier road for the most part. But if you're locked into, like, you know, a top two or three seed, I've said for decades now that a lot of times you're better off losing, like, in the second round, you know, and having a couple extra days rest and less wear and tear. So I think that's a really good point, though. I think Krzyzewski, of all the years, probably does care yes, about winning this year. and they The probably kids would care, too, game. for him, even if he doesn't say it, right? They'll, they know the stakes. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, they yeah. know they know the stakes. You're getting the best team with motivation. So, yeah, it's kind of hard to go against them right now. All right. I don't know if you got anything on the Big South, man. I won't hold it against you. Longwood, <laughs> we don't talk a lot about this one. Longwood plus 145, Winthrop plus 220, Gardner Webb uh, plus 550. Um, all right. This one we do, uh, Mr. Merrill. Yep. Townsend plus yep. 140, Hofstra plus 350, Charleston plus 750, little colonial um, action. Delaware, 10 to 1, Drexel 11, Lucky Wilmington 11, uh, Elon 12, Northeastern 27, and dear God, it's hard to be 250 to 1 in a, in a Are they? conference tournament. I hadn't looked yet. Are they? I didn't click see more. I, I should have, okay, I got to click it right now. I'm going to click see more away at FanDuel. Oh, there they are. My goodness. No, they're I don't two, even see them on here. They're 250 to 1, Steve. Oh, yeah, they're, you know they're, 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 they're. I'm in Virginia. I can't oh, bet on that's honest. Some of that happens to me sometimes. People oh, ask me in man. the chat sometimes. Sometimes they're like, hey, you didn't get to the Rutgers game. I'm like, oh, because it's not on the list. I slipped past oh, my man, mind. I'm yeah. So, you know what, Gabe? I never would have known they were that high. I would have thought they were like okay. 50 to 1. That's fantastic. They are 200. I'm, I, I swear to God, I just click $1. Just as in, yeah, returns 250. Yeah, that's it. Just burn that dollar. You have a better chance of winning money by burning it. So go buy a Coke instead, buy a Pepsi. No, you, you literally have better odds of winning if you burn the dollar. I don't even know how that works, but you do have better I'll odds. Go buy a lottery it. ticket instead. So, All right, so <laughs> who exactly. who do you think wins? Is there an angle here? Who do you think wins this tournament? Hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I'll bring William Mary back in the discussion because they played Northeastern in the play-in game on Saturday afternoon, and Northeastern yeah, yeah. just beat them 62-28. to 28. And that's who uh, Jerry Neri drinks last week on the college show when he took William & Mary plus eight against a 1-15 in 15 Northeastern squad in the conference. I actually think William & Mary might actually be worth a look in that game. Uh, would not it's be a home surprised. game, right? Is this? Are you going? Is this your last game of the year? It's, uh, right it, no, it's, it's in Washington, D.C. Oh, I will not it's be, neutral. 
No, I will not be making the three-hour drive. Wow. I'd rather go. Uh, to in all offense, I'm surprised Colonial actually got a neutral court for this. I thought yeah, you guys so would go they, home court. They used to be. Um, they were in Maryland a few years ago. They moved down to Charleston, and now they're back in Washington D.C. because it's more centrally located for the Northeast teams, like Hofstra and Northeastern and whatnot. So they play where the, the Wizards play, type thing. And no, you know where they play actually. They play where the where the Wizards practice and the Mystics' new arena is. It's the oh, Mystics. Oh, cool. Like, so a nice, nice arena. smaller arena. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's apparently a pretty cool atmosphere. Like I don't think they even had the tournament last year. If they did, yeah. fans can go obviously um and then two years before that William Mary never led as an eight-point favorite against Elon the year Hofstra at plus 350 I think I got a yeah, little bit Hofstra. live here huh? I'll tell you what Gabe coming in I thought Hofstra was a team to beat I've seen all these teams play in person this year obviously and um Hofstra has the best set of shooters I've seen some excellent three-point shooters that can carry you in a two or three game scenario obviously Towson is probably the best slowdown defensive team so that's always tough in the tournaments um so I think they have this price I think Towson and Hofstra are the teams to beat Loyola Chicago's a team that a lot of people are talking about on the bubble. They're plus 130 to win their tournament. Uh, Northern Iowa are plus 490. Missouri State plus 490. Uh, the Drake, uh, five to one. Any any opinion on the Missouri Valley Conference? No, you know, once again, we'll probably see upsets in these conferences, but it's hard to pinpoint which of the three or four teams are going to pull the upset. Otherwise, Loyola it's hard Chicago's. to beat. It's hard to beat Loyola in a spot, right. like this, especially really, when their back's up against it. You know. And Gabe, shooting-wise, field goal percentage are the fourth most efficient team in the entire nation out of 358 teams. They're a really good offensive team. Steve Merrill kicking it with us. All right, Mountain West, good, great conference this year. Massive win, Steve, huh, for San Diego. And, and that's another one. Yep. Like I wondered about that number. I'm like, come on, man, the Cowboys are 13-0 and on their yep. home court. Undefeated. It's San Diego State laying points, and the odds makers correct on this one. It's It's a battle, right? It's like a give and take. They were right on that one. Yeah, once again, you know, I'll mention the the college basketball show. It's known Wager Talk every day. You can watch it on YouTube 24-7. You don't have to catch it live. So, you know, check out Wager Talk TV. We talked about this game in depth yesterday. Drew Martin and myself both used Wyoming as our free play on the show, and we both said we know this feels like a trap. Everybody likes Wyoming. The line makes no sense. They're a two-point dog on an undefeated home court. And the difference of that game, once again, Gabe, was a three-point shooting. I mean, San Diego State shot lights out. This is a team that shot 30% on the season. <laughs> That's what three point <laughs> And they hit 52%. And in my analysis, Gabe, I even said Wyoming, 75% free throws, San Diego State 60. Yeah, Guess yeah. what the free throw advantage hit the last seven down the stretch? San Diego State. They win by seven. You know, so that was kind of a random finish as well, but it just shows it's never as easy as it looks. And, of course, this tournament's in Vegas. You got Boise State. And, you know, this, this is a wide-open tournament as well. You got Boise State's good. The, the Aztecs are in this thing. Uh, Colorado State are a dangerous team. Wyoming. Yeah, you, know, you take Wyoming out of the mountains still, nevertheless. But UNLV have been a scrappy team, Steve. You think they're capable of doing some damage in their in their hometown tournament here? Yeah, and everyone's like, you know, there'll be more fans for the other schools than UNLV. They might, that might be the case, but I still think teams playing at home, historically these teams have overperformed, and they get an extra win or two. You know, and for a 17-12 and 12 Rebels team, that could be the catalyst they need. And going back to San Diego State, the most efficient defensive team in the country this year. That's always tough when you're playing two or three days in a row and they play very slow. But other than last night at Wyoming, they've been really bad offensively on the road this year. You know, So we'll see if that evens out or not. I think San Diego State and UNLV both could be tough in this tournament. Steve Merrill, wagertalk.com. Kick it with us. I am Gable Morenci. West Coast Conference, Steve. Can you argue that Gonzaga at minus 390, like what what kind of percentage is that that they win? So minus 390 for Gonzaga. Almost 79%. 80, minus 400 would be 80%. So okay, so do you think they, I would say they have a better than 80% chance of winning I, I this agree. tournament? 
Yeah, Gabe, I'll tell you what. I had a strong best bet on St. Mary's last Saturday for my clients. I mentioned it on my top 25 video at wagertalk.com. Yeah. It was such a great spot. St. Mary's 15-0 at home this year. Last home game. Veteran yeah. team. Big revenge. And a good team. Not They were good. This is a and, good St. Mary's right, team this year. And they slow yeah. it down against a Gonzaga team that likes to play fast. It was such a great play. But the fact that Gonzaga lost that game, assuming oh, this they motivates them for the tournament, big right, time. They're going to probably play them again in the finals, either them or San Francisco. Gonzaga can name their score when they're focused against those teams. I, uh, it's one of these deals, guys, where it's like, oh, minus 390. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of, you could argue that it's actually value here at minus 390. As we just stated, an angry, an angry um, Gonzaga team coming off the, uh, the loss. And I'll tell you what, uh, Steve. I was going to say for everybody tuning in right now, if your book allows it, which uh, many do, including FanDuel, how about this, Steve? Gonzaga to win the West Coast Conference, Duke to win the uh, ACC Conference, two-team parlay, plus 126. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're getting plus money there, it's probably yeah, not plus bad. plus money. So, yeah. You can't yeah. get in trouble if you put together a couple of plus money parlays in these conference tournaments. And obviously Duke, you know, is the one that's not a sure thing, but I think Gonzaga's looking pretty solid, so you're basically getting Duke now at plus money is how you look at that. Yeah, and you know, as I say that, I'm I'm buying in to this um, to this, and I'm going to take credit for it. I haven't heard anybody talk about Coach K wanting to win the last uh, ACC. Well, I think that's yet. I think that's a legitimate handicapping factor. I agree with you. No, but we were talking earlier though about these angles, right? And there are a lot of angles uh, to this. Like I said, also like you know, even with Providence, um, they would have won the most games ever in his career tonight if he could have pulled it off, right? Like the coach of Providence, don't tell me like that's not there. You know what I'm saying? You keep hearing about Popovich. He's close to you know, close, close to you know, tying you know, tying the record, and uh, he just can't get there. You got to take any angle you can get, but I got to tell you, it's a crazy time of the year right now, and keep it locked in right here on the grid. And of course, check out WagerTalk.com. Uh, the crew does a great job. Shout out to my boy uh, Ranieri. Like I said, I'm gonna send him a message. I feel his pain, man. Florida Gulf Coast screwed us hard, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he um he's had some tough beats recently. He actually been red hot from what I've heard. People have been telling me he's been crushing it with the free plays on that show. So I guess he was due to have a bad beat occasionally. And Ranieri gets so much sun, he looks like he goes to the Florida Gulf Coast. Always good, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> Thanks, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Let me get this straight. You took all the money you made franchising your name and bid it against the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, I thought the generals were due. He's spinning the ball on his finger. Just take it. Take the ball. That game was fixed. They were using a freaking ladder, for God's sakes. Late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Ramsey. The pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We're kicking it. Thanks to Steve Merrill for joining us. We've got a stacked show uh, tonight. We apologize. Uh, from what I understand, there were some issues off the top of the program. We don't control it. We just talk into the mic. All right. Uh, that's all we can do. Uh, we just we just talk into the mic, and uh, hopefully uh, you can hear us as uh, so we kick it. Uh, the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 159. Lakers lose by five. And um, listen, there's no moral victories or anything like that, so it's a push. Uh, the, game, the game ends up as a push. The number closed at five. The game is a push. We had the Mavericks on the money line parlay, and we had the Mavericks uh, minus the five as well. But from the Lakers' perspective, from the Mavericks' perspective, you know what? You're not happy you blew the big lead. Uh, but at the same point in time, you're happy that you dug down deep and you ended up winning the game. And if you're the Lakers, listen, the Lakers and Laker fans, they're not about moral victories, obviously. And I totally get that. But I think that you can actually build on what happened tonight if you're the Lakers. You were getting smashed. It really could have gotten ugly. Like, honestly, like imagine if they would have lost by like 40 again or something like that. If they would have lost by 30 or whatever. Right, they were getting smashed at the half, and Shaq was talking about them just chipping away and making it a game, and I thought he was insane. I was like, dude, make it a game. Like, they're done, right? And, you know, they did. They actually took the lead, and then they coughed it up, and I get it. LeBron and the Lakers and the Lake organization is not about moral victories, but all things considering, it could have been a hell of a lot worse. I think you actually you do have something to build on uh, here right now. All right, so we're not done. We got LeGarrette Blunt, three-time Super Bowl champion, is going to join us. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, he's got a new company, CBD Products. And uh, we'll talk about his company. We'll talk about um, some NFL football. Uh, talk about the current uh, current events in the league uh, with, uh, with Blunt, as well as a little bit about uh, his career as well. Oh, he's a funny dude, cool dude. Um, so, yeah, LeGarrette Blunt steps up and in. We got Andrew McInnes with some uh, NHL picks. And uh, we've got Rick Saratella live from Indianapolis. All right, so Rick is uh, he's on the beat for the NFL Draft Bible. Of course, he is the founder of the NFL Draft Bible. Does a great job, and uh, it's great to help uh, with your with your draft props uh, as well. So we've we're, we're packed. We got picks. We got football players. We've got combine. We've got everything tonight. But to me, so let's let's get to the Major League Baseball stuff, and then we'll get back to Cain Velasquez. All right, because uh, we've got news about Cain Velasquez. And it is just, it's an incredible story. It's a tragic story. 
And, you know, it just makes you think, like, you know, it's about life, about how you just, you know, you never know what's what's coming, right? You never you never know. So I guess we'll get to this. We know whatever, the baseball, whatever, they're locked out. They're, they're, you're, you're caught up to date right now. Uh, there, there's your baseball update. Dan-dan-dan, I like how everybody pretends like everybody's actually surprised. Like, what, what, are you, what are you surprised for? It's funny, like, I saw these TV insiders and media people talking about Michelle Tafoya not being on uh, not being on Sunday Night Football once and twice and stuff. And I told people at the time, I said, it's not it's hard, not too hard to figure out. I said, she's negotiating a deal with The View, all right? And here she is, she's on The View all the time now. Uh, what, what a shock. I'm not even a television, like, you know, insider, and I could tell you that was going to happen. And I don't need to be sitting in a parking lot in a lawn chair or covering Major League Baseball to tell you that they're far away. Um, I also didn't need to be there to tell you that that it was going to get worse as you negotiate. If you're two people that hate each other, you're going to, you know, number one, you're not going to want to sit down. And then when you do sit down, you're going to tell each other to screw off. So, number one, what happened? All right, they met each other. The first time they met each other, they met for seven minutes. It's a waste of time. So they actually showed up to basically to tell each other to suck it. The next time they met, they met for 15 minutes, right? And you know, it's like a couple. It's like a relationship. Oh, let's let's talk things through. Things are going to get worse before they get better. <laughs> You're not going right to the makeup sex, right? No, you know what I mean? You're going to have to go, oh, I don't appreciate that time you did this. And, and it get, you know what I'm saying? You know, it was only going to get worse. So actually, like, it's gotten worse. And I actually believe the players... When Ross Stripling is stating that last night they actually negotiated for 15 hours and they came to a bunch of agreements and Major League Baseball, the owners, the lawyers and stuff, put a bunch of new stuff in without telling them and basically tried to slip it on the table and tell them to sign it. Like, that's that's what we're dealing with here, right? So, well, oh, yeah, they're going to be playing ball anytime soon. Get over it. They're not playing anytime soon, all right? Wake up. I'm a Dodger fan. I love to see the Dodgers play. Hell, the All-Star game is going to be there. But, hey, it is what it is. And we live in, you know, it's a cold world. We're just living in it. I said, my father once told me, may he rest in peace, as a, as, um, as a young uh, child. He said, son, life is full of little disappointments. I don't know what I was complaining about at the time, but he looked down at me and he said, life is full of disappointments. <laughs> so, so, I think he used the term little disappointments. And uh, little big, they're all the same. Disappointment's a disappointment. So, you know, listen, it sucks. You know, I don't think, you know, they're going to blow up the entire season? Maybe. That wouldn't shock me. I've told you June all along, right? People thought, oh, you're crazy. I said, I've been, I've been saying June all along. I still believe it. I still believe the players will want to get paid because a lot of the players that aren't, and you know, most of them aren't like serious millionaires and stuff. So they're going to start to panic, right? They're going to start to panic. It's the it's the star players that can totally afford this and don't care, right? Like you know, Mookie Betts, don't worry, he's doing fine. You know, Max Scherzer, he's doing fine. Whether another plays another baseball game the rest of his life. Justin Verlander, he's doing fine. All right, we can go down the list. There's a lot of guys that are doing just fine whether they play ever again. But there's going to be other dudes, but they're not going to be able to break the union, those guys. So, in other words, get ready to go to Japan, baby. But whatever, dude. I'm tired of the baseball stuff already. It is what it is. It's the beginning of a 
you know, that we all knew, I don't know, anyone that was, is it not naive knew this is going to happen. You can't take something that you know is going to be a nasty negotiation and expect it to happen in a week, right? No, it's, 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 man, it's like sitting down. You need an arbitrator and like, you know what I mean? You're going to need like, there's going to be ups and downs in this stuff. Oh yeah, we got along for two and three days and then I had this guy lost it and this owner started throwing things. And then, yeah, that was a setback, right? Like, there's going to be setbacks, right? Yeah, I agreed to this until you just pissed me off. And now I don't agree to this anymore. And now you got a bunch of owners, too, like the powerful owners, the rich owners. They, they're not as powerful as they wish they were. They can't boss around the bunch of other owners that are ganging up on them. Like, even the owners aren't on the same page. So we'll get back to that, all right, a little bit later on. As in, whatever. Talk to me when, when when it gets real. So last night, uh, we were on top of the Cain Velasquez story. Uh, thanks to uh, NBC Bay Area News. And uh, they did a great job covering it. They continue to do a great job covering it. And, you know, it's just such a weird story. Why would Cain Velasquez, so he's involved in the shooting? I said, ah, he's too nice to shoot somebody. Then it turned out, no, I guess he did shoot somebody. And now we find out in the morning, all right, he got charged with attempted murder, which is not good. That's not a good charge to be attempted. That's not a good charge to be uh, charged with. (laughs) That's kind of an understatement, right? Like, uh, but now the details are coming out, and it's not, you know, just innuendo. Now, you know, the Internet is always on top of stuff, and a lot of people in the MMA world were tweeting about it this morning. But you can never speak about something like that without knowing and quite frankly, I'm pretty uncomfortable even talking about it, to be honest with you. You know, I'm just setting the stage here right now because I still people, you know, people see the story and I, I'm surprised. It should be a bigger story, but people, whatever, like people have a short attention span. And you know what I mean? He was, it was a little while ago that he was a big star and stuff, but I still see people, oh, he snapped. Oh, what happened? And, you know, so. It's a, it's a horrible story. It's basically like, you know, this is like a vigilante movie type stuff. In which there was, um, basically, Cain Velasquez's kid was going to a daycare center, and the guy that was running the daycare center was, uh, was you know, doing, was doing evil things to the kids there. And he got arrested last week, this guy. 43 years old, this Galarte guy. He got arrested last week at the daycare center. Except he got out. Whatever. He just, they let him go after. And, oh, he'll show up in court after. Now, we should note that he is alleged that he actually abused these kids over 100 times. So, I don't know how the hell he got out. Like, what the hell? Like, so Kane can't get out right now? King Velasquez isn't a danger to the community, right? Yeah, I mean, this guy is a danger to the community. Cain Velasquez was a danger to the, this dude, you know, but he wasn't a danger, you know, to, to, to the community. But, you know, it just it goes to show, like like I said, man, you know, Cain Velasquez is a really nice guy. I never, when he fought, like I never got the feeling he really loved it, really. You know, I think he loved wrestling, I think he loved, you know, like real wrestling and stuff. I don't think he like, he wasn't like he wasn't down with like the the after parties. Like a lot of the UFC fighters do it because they like the 
They like the lifestyle, like Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? They like it. They like the parties, the yachts, the boats, the girls. You know what I mean? They like that stuff. Um, Kane did it. Yeah, Kane didn't party. He didn't do anything, and he didn't really make all that much money. Right? He made money, you know what I mean? Quarter of a million in this fight, half a million on that fight, etc. But he never was, like, made massive real money. And you saw, like, he was never, like, you know, when he retired, he was happily retired. Like, he never had a big desire to, you know, oh, he's going to do this or that. So it just sucks that his life has taken this turn. It's weird, like, that good th- bad things happen to good people. Like, why, like, how does Cain Velasquez deserve this in his life? Guy's minding his own business. His kid gets sexually abused by some evil son of a bitch. And somehow they don't hold him. I don't want to blame the district attorney and, and the DA's office, but what the hell are you letting people out for? Like, why don't you hold the guy? Right? And, and this guy would never, you know, and this Kane wouldn't be in this situation because this guy would be inside right now. Kane Velasquez is the last guy you want to mess with. And, you know, you mess with the wrong dude. It sucks. I mean, basically, you know, like, it's just... I, You know, I tweeted earlier in the day, and I'm thinking... And I like to say a lot of things, but we have to be careful, you know. It's a family program here. But I was thinking, you know, why shoot them if you're Kane? Like, just grab the dude. Grab the dude. Like I said, you're the U- you're a UFC heavyweight champion. Like, the guy's going to be helpless against you. Like, seriously, just... Beat the living, like leave him in a pulp of blood type thing. You get charged with assault after. You know, so basically Kane shot at the guy's car, but he hit the guy's father instead of the guy. More on the other side, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. 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 
Lena Hagerman's request this is Sports Rage. All right, you know what I supported NBC Bears coverage up until now when I see uh, Velasquez turn down NBC Bears area's request to talk from jail. Yeah, no kidding. Like, uh, <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. So as I stated, you know, it's just a tragic story. It's just a tragic story. It's it's like basically like a movie in a week, man. It sucks. Like, of all people that you, you do this to, and then... And then for Kane, you know, I you can't you can't criticize him. He acted out of love and, and anger. I, I get it. Like I said, you know, this is you know, it's a family program. I think everybody feels the same way about this that he's justified. Let's just call it out for what it is. I don't know. Like, what do you do? Do you wait? You know, like I said, listen. When John Gotti, somebody, um, somebody accidentally ran over John Gotti's son. Years ago, right, when John Gotti was alive. It was an accident. John Gotti's son was, like, playing in the street, and he got hit by a dude. It was obviously, like, the guy was done after, right? Like, but they waited a little while and stuff. And um, same thing. He had an accident. I think they, I think they ran him over after. Uh, you know, a car accident. You know what I mean? Like, one of those type of deals. You know, do you wait it out a little bit? Like I said, if you're Kane, you would have been better off, like, literally just beating the, you know, the, the, the crap out of the guy and getting charged with assault. I saw a story the other day from Texas where two brothers be, uh, murdered a dude who was, like, abusing their mother. Like, you know, it was like a dude they didn't know. He moved in and he abused the sister and mother type thing, so they killed him. I think they beat him with an iron type thing. And... um I don't know if they got four years, three, four years. Like, the judge was sympathetic, but still basically said, you know, I've got to do something. I'm seeing that it's a minimum 15 years for Kane right now for attempted murder. Yet, they can get this charge, like, reworded. And he better be doing that right now. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.